0: Hello and good evening for this Wednesday, August 23rd, 2023. We've just finished watching episode 9 of Big Brother 25, the week 3 POV episode. I'm Dave Mater, joined here on Super Mater Brothers Podcasting, streaming live on Facebook, you doing on Twitch with Jameel Robinson.
1: Hello, everyone. Um, contrary to people's belief, I actually have more than one job, right? And um, sometimes I can only do one of them really well.
0: Uh, you, 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 you're quite the multitasker, Jamil. And of course we have our, uh, our Wednesday correspondent for competitions. We have Josh Foster coming in with us, um, right off the heels of a fantasy football draft.
2: Oh, I'm actually in the midst of fantasy football draft. It's, uh, and I was talking about another uh, league is, you know, on the phone call with another one. So it's just, it's madness right now. It's, 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 this is, this is my, uh, um, busy, busy season, if you will, for my, uh, interests. August Are you my, my, my big my biggest interest, if you will? Sorry, that's yeah. Are you in the midst of drafting right now? Yeah. It, well, it it it's actually like it's called a slow draft, so you can actually set a pick for up to twenty four hours. So I had it at work today, and what I did was I was really busy, so I didn't want to make my pick ra- rationally because the dynasty league, so it, it carries over year to year. And I took about seven hours to pick today, so that was fun. Okay. But they've okay, all, that's... but there's, but since I've picked, there's been about like seven or eight more picks. So I'm just really slow. Okay.
0: Uh, we already got a, a live stream question here. Coming at you, Foster, straight off the heels coming to you from Newfoundland. Uh, did uh, people want to know, did you see the challenge USA yet this season?
2: No, I still haven't. Uh, no, I, I honestly, I haven't seen any of spin off shows of the main, uh, challenge, um, I'm finding that uh, with kind of the way that I'm kind of operating right now, I'm not watching uh, the challenge live as it's airing. Um, so I'm catching up later on, and I'm not really up to date with all the uh, the, the, the good stuff, if you will, right? But uh, other than the main show, so what teams in NFL? Well, I'm wearing the hat, Sam, but that's, that's a good question. Um, For the
0: audio, audio listeners, they can't see your hat.
2: Oh well, New England Patriots is is the is the uh, is the football NFL team, and CFL. I guess I guess we'll do Tiger Cats because they're close. Just cause you
1: don't have a favorite team that you cheer for week to week that you 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 don't live and die for, you know. CFL is faster. You know,
2: my brother,
0: my brother Rich, thinks the CFL is inferior, and a lot of football fans. No,
2: I don't. Inferior. I don't think that, that is, that's the case. I just think that uh, with the way that the um, NFL is structured and built, it's not just about the marketing and everything, right? Because that obviously can play a huge factor, right? But but they also they have the um, necessary means to facilitate the. Top athletes in the sport because it's not about the rules. I'm not talking about the rules and the difference in that, right? I'm talking about the platform at which they're able to present it, and the NFL is much superior in that sense.
1: I'm I'm just saying Doug Flutie is in the hall of fame for the CFL. The NFL has yet to recognize the greatness that is Doug Flutie. So well, that's well, against NFL. That was Buffalo specific. So oh, I'm just well. saying, Foster, okay. th- the facts don't lie. Did he win a Super Bowl? Did he win a Super Bowl?
0: Yeah.
1: No, he didn't. Right? Really? But yeah, I think there you he won. But yeah, uh, that's, he that, that, that's why it's that, outside how, how many Grey Cups has Tom Brady won? 0 Zero, just imagine,
2: imagine if he played or, or like just imagine if like a Patrick Mahomes played in the NFL right or the CFL right now, get wrecked, he'll get wrecked,
0: he'll get that, wrecked we, by a plumber, guys. We got to get back on track here. We're four minutes <laughs> into this podcast, and we're here. I, to blame
2: jump- I blame Sam. Sam, you you started with that USA challenge and you got me going on. We, on- got, we
0: got we got things going, we got a, a debate here between CFL and NFL. Thank you, thank you Dave, for getting us back
2: on track. It's big
0: Brother 25, guys. Week three POV, guys. A lot happened tonight, a lot going on in this game foster we're checking in with you on wednesdays and uh you know uh here we have this heism back door that's been seen through here he goes up uh, nominated by his own alliance and, and uh a member felicia um you know as jag pulls himself down in this episode uh from nomination so it's uh it's heism and cameron going into tomorrow night and um yeah, let's. It's, it's but it's,
1: let's let's get Foster's um, thoughts on on um you know he's our challenge expert. So Foster, how did you feel about the head of household competition last week on Thursday? Was it as gripping and it was entertaining? On Sunday, wasn't it on, got... on Sunday? Sorry, we'll start. It was done on Thursday, but we, it was aired on on Sunday. Uh, please, uh, what were your opinions about that amazing golf challenge?
2: Well, uh, thankfully, I uh, I did watch the last I did kind of on the last episode for the most part, right? So I saw the recap of that, and I saw the uh, or I saw that story, um, that challenge. I mean, and uh, I uh, I think that the decor interesting choices. Um, I think that it was very random. Um, there was no skill or luck involved. Um, and that uh, they were very fortunate that Felicia won because I think that was probably their top two top three outcome okay but did you like the challenge itself? I mean I I, I do but I kind of I, I do and I, I I don't know it's just I like it because the only the only aspect I like about it is is it's it's random right like anybody can win. Right, and it's not necessarily like it, it's about like you know what it's about or the uh, uh, difficulty of it. It's more of just the how the result comes about, if you will. Right, so I, I kind of look at it in that aspect. So I don't want to kind of knock it down too much uh, because they it, it's something different. But why, Jamil, you got something to say? No, no. I as someone who appreciates the physical skill
1: that can be displayed and and ingenuity and the um the savviness of a player in many of these competitions a uh, one who appreciates that to see a game of chance occur i just thought uh, just wonder your thoughts about it what about uh, tonight's competition we'll talk more about it uh yeah. when we get to it but foster please um i would like that type of analysis as well for tonight uh when
2: we get to it please foster
0: okay please. we're not we're not but we're, we're not skipping ahead to that part no no,
2: no no we can no we can start from well cuz well, because well, we, let's re, let's finish the recap of Sunday. How, how about we do that, right? Because like, so because so they so Felicia, Felicia Felicia wins, right? And then yeah. obviously yeah. immediately it seems that because then obviously they kind of build into this in this episode today, right? And I was watching it on on on, on Sunday's episode, was that like Heistam is just completely unaware, like he, he's really inside himself, right? Like he's are full of himself, right? Like he's just very much about. I see it all, and it's going to I just need to push people in the right direction, which is my way, and it's going to go fine. Right. But, like, it, it, it's, it's, he's worrying about the wrong things. And it's interesting that he doesn't pick up on the, um, like, his social cues, right? Because there's no one's giving him any indication that he's going on the block, right? So,
0: no. Well, it, no. He, he, okay. At the end of the episode tonight, it's
1: shocking. Isn't it? It's shocking. It's shocking. shocking. So so here's the thing. He was told repeatedly, and it didn't necessarily show it consistently. I shouldn't say show it at all, that people went to him and tried to talk to him about his social cues, about how like he needs to listen and not impose his will on people. There's one thing when you're H-O-H, but even before that, he was doing this, and people just got fed up Right? Like, H- Heisum, you know, I know we're going to talk about this more at the end of this episode, but Heisum is, like, he's great at challenges. He's smart. He's charismatic. Um, you, he's extremely loyal. Great but dancer. He, <laughs> great dancer. You can have all these pieces to make this puzzle of a player, but if you're unable to really lock down the social aspect of it where people are there for you and you're for, there for people to be able to communicate it properly. It's all for naught. It is all for naught that we're seeing.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. And, and, um, yeah, his, his game, his social game has been bad. He, whether he understands that or not is sort of to be seen. Uh, Oh, we got, uh, other super Mater brother coming in, Jeff, Hey. We are brothers.
3: We are yes. brothers.
0: Where's that one? I need it. Oh. Uh, we
3: are brothers.
1: <laughs> <laughs> With Jeff showing up more, you're gonna have to have it on. Like you, you gotta be ready for it.
0: I better be ready. You're right. I better. I I need to get that uh set up, Jamil. Let yes. I don't have that. You don't have that. I don't okay. Have that on the right. I have to go to the Star Trek board for that, so that's why it takes me a
1: second. So, Jeff, do you have any thoughts about Hysim as a as a player at this point? Yeah, he's really bad.
0: <laughs> that's
3: my thoughts. He's a really bad player. Like Felicia said, he was a good player at the end of the episode. I'm like, no, he's not. He's not a king. He's like a pawn at best. You know, like he's very uh, unaware. He's very socially unaware of how he comes across to other people. Yeah, I feel
1: so safe with Felicia. At the end of the day, Big Brother, unlike Survivor, um, really, really, really focuses on the social side of things. And if you can't, if you can't have enough of that ability, that social ability, you are, you know, <laughs> you're just this, this big, you know, chunk of rock that's gonna be, you know uh carried along by your team until you're too much weight and you're kicked off right and that's what we're seeing uh really what happens here right survivor you know you can you can pull yourself to the end just by winning out at a certain point right big brother isn't necessarily built that way you don't if you don't have that social capital you're you you can't do it you can't really do it yeah
3: it's it, that's so true because like he's playing like he's playing Survivor, you know. That's that's what I notice from him. It's like he, he he it's very much like look at the strong people, get rid of them, and <laughs> you, know, you know this like, is the tribe we have. This, you know, yeah.
0: yeah, this is my alliance. And it's never changing you know <laughs> unless it will yeah because he seems to be flip-flopping in that sense and that's kind of what starts off the episode tonight because he's having like this conversation with blue early on in the episode and like she's she's crying to him and pretending but we're getting like these dr sessions where she's like she's 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 playing him because she's in on this backdoor plan everybody kind of wants heist to get his comeuppance it feels like um in the, you know and how this
1: is going to play out
3: well, that's the thing. It's like no, I don't think anybody even likes him in the house. Like he has, he doesn't really have an ally.
1: Well, I think that's a little bit too far. I think people like him to an extent, right? To an extent, in terms of like uh, you'd hear people talked about someone and be very pleasant about someone. Oh, you know, he's nice, or you know, he's a nice guy, or you know, he's very friendly, but. You wouldn't necessarily like be want to be around this person for long periods of time, even though you use all those pleasantries. We we see it and we do it all the time in society, right? The person's perfectly fine until we have to spend a lengthy period of time. Right. And that's right. the deal with well, Tyson. Well,
0: I I, I want to get to the whole stuff with Mecole, which I really enjoyed, because she has to live with these people, but she clearly is kind of over it as well. And who can blame her? Uh, But uh, yeah, like, okay, so there was this whole thing. We'll come back to Heism, because it kind of really finishes off this episode, but it kind of starts with this whole plan to get Heism, that the two nominees in Cameron and Jag aren't really Felicia's final form, although they're both expendable, clearly. Um, also, we get this kind of whole segment here in the episode with Corey dressing up in the pink top and doing some I don't know, striptease <laughs> moves, guys. What, what, what's your uh, your reactions?
2: Foster, what do you feel about this? Well, I think that it was, uh, you know what, in 2023, I think that it's completely acceptable, Jameel. Very well done. <laughs> Well, no,
3: nobody will say anything except all of his friends when he gets home.
0: (laughs) What What, what will his brother say about this, Jeff?
2: How He will
0: will blow it up
3: into a a giant poster size and probably put it
1: in his room when he gets home. You know, like, like, that's what you do. And then um, Corey will wipe his tears on all the money he made during the show. Lasted longer than one week. And his no. brother, Zach? Yes. <laughs> oh. yeah. He's looking oh, at Zach God. right
3: there. You have such a better chance of lasting longer, though, in Big Brother than you do in Survivor. Survivor is like rapid-fire
1: Russian roulette. Yeah. You know? But at the same time, you kind of see the playbook that Corey is working with. Um, there was um, you know individual two years ago um, who won um, Big Brother Canada with a very similar... A strategic slash comedic, you know, kind of uh you know, focus. Who's that? Uh, who won Big Brother um ten? Uh 10? no. No. Uh, sorry, Big Brother Eleven? Big Brother Eleven? No, 10? ten.
0: 10 You're talking about
1: ten, right? Well, because this year this year was eleven, right? This year was eleven. So you mean oh, last 10. year? Yeah, oh, yeah. I don't yeah, uh, it was it was Kevin, Kevin. Yes, right. same type of strategic, comedic type of folk. You're comparing.
0: Group. Oh, you're, so you're comparing him to Kevin? Uh, yeah. I yeah.
1: love the winter, and the winter loves me. I'm a winter baby in the winter,
3: winter baby in the winter. Who says it's spring when we can have snow?
1: What oh, baby? <laughs> <laughs> <It, it, laughs> It's a,
3: it's, it's a notch down on the Big Brother Canada, Josh. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I met him. I met him at the uh, at the party, guys. Uh, he grabbed my phone and took 10 selfies.
1: Yes. Like, uh, but my... you, you see the elements there, right? Where, you know, people are confiding in him. You know, he's a joke, right? Or people like him because he's willing to make fun of himself. But we all know that he does have some strategic mindset, and he is really one of the better players in this game um yeah
0: sure yeah that's probably true
1: um
0: okay what else guys happened in this episode so there was a lot here with Nicole. uh we kind of mentioned her in the pantry yeah, just kind of it. talking to herself um with, in in these segments where she's just you know kind of over dealing with these people uh i was kind of like I'm with you. She's like, "Why are you crying all the time? What's this? You cry every day." She's like reacting to Izzy. It seems like, but others as well. Um, And
1: it's she does this all the time. That is her safe space. She just goes there. People online get excited when she hits the (laughs) pantry because this isn't a new thing. Especially dealing with Izzy, she is just beyond frustrated with this woman. So much so.
0: Right. <laughs> he Here he Izzy's just crying in the bathroom and and uh Hysim
3: Izzy seems like a lot like just to be around as far as in in the house like just and that's just from the show. You know, I'm not watching all the live feeds or anything, but like it just seems like she's very like kind of like the the same energy as heisum but just happens to be on the better side of the numbers, you know, or the better side of the
0: house.
1: I she think. just happens to know a secret that makes her, right, right, you know,
0: indentured like to, yeah. um, uh, to to Suri. Suri, um, kind of got stuck with Izzy. I don't know if Suri would have chosen to work with Izzy. Probably not. No. Right. So this kind of, you know, but because she was able, this whole Jared thing was what she called it out in the instant it happened. From there on, her and Izzy have sort of been locked together.
1: Yeah. And um, J- Jared is like, J- if Jared had a chance, he would get rid of this woman so quickly. So quickly. He's tired of her. His own mom? No, of of Izzy. Oh, of Izzy. Yeah. He, well, he, he, yeah. Look, right. she
0: ain't in love with no blue.
1: Uh, yeah. <laughs>
0: well did, did we skip over that part because that was that earlier in the episode where we had the whole blue yeah it was i guess that started off the episode with blue and um and and Jared kind of getting on like the and and Therese sort of creepily in the background not happy with what it's doing for his game um <laughs> what, so what's your uh, reaction guys to this whole
2: thing uh, I, thought, I thought it was once again it was like so convenient they were out there and Serena's happened to be over there with the eye, you know, looking over, being like, Oh, what you doing over there, son? C- come on.
1: I, that is the most believable thing because she probably knows her son. Right. Right. And she's like, Hmm, he's been spending a lot of time with this blue. He's probably going to mess up everything. Yes. I have to keep an eye on this boy. Like, yeah, she doesn't care kid- about his
3: love life, she cares yeah. about the game
1: yeah
0: <laughs> sam asking what was uh, he loves the resurrection he's asking also what was kevin like funny kind of exactly like how he
1: was on the show yeah uh, uh, you of... know in in my in our our limited experience in terms of um seeing a lot of the uh, big brother alumni big brother canada alumni more than anything yeah um everyone see seemed very genuine to how they were on the show
3: well, it's hard. Yes. It's hard to put on a fake persona in this game, like in, in Big Fr- Brother. In Survivor,
0: yeah. I can get it. Like you can be sort of this character on the show, especially how, depending on what edit you get. Yeah. Big Brother, it's you know, your everything about you is out there one way or another by the end of the season, right? So, uh, but you're, depending into, you're in there. you're presenting yourself
3: in like not only in the diary room but also in the house to other people, and it's like everybody's watching it all the time. Whereas in Survivor, you're right, like the edit matters a lot because. Like a Russell Hans, for instance, like the way he was edited, you know, makes you think a certain thing about or boss and Rob or whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh and to meet them Pers- in real person in real play, you know, in real life, you might kind of be like, Oh, that's not kind of how I perceived him being, or you know, whoever.
1: From what people have said about Russell is he was presented as this ultimate bad guy, you know, uh, twirling his mustache every chance he got. Right. And with the amount of content that you've seen, Russell, Russell is that, but he also has a very sensitive side, and you can you can understand why he does a lot of things because he wants to win so badly, and it means so much to him to win, um, as opposed to the very cocky persona that he had in the, especially the first season. Yeah. Um, so yes, I I I think more than anything, if you thought someone was creepy on Big Brother. Chances are they <laughs> were, yeah. Well, yeah,
0: you're not, you're, it's harder to hide that out yet. But here's a yeah, face there. When it's a good she, meme. yeah. That should be that should be a new meme like,
3: <laughs> when you eat my Twinkies, <laughs> you know. Like, kind of uh,
1: well, Jared, if you want to experience the new freedom, you got to leave the house.
3: <laughs> well, Amanda was saying, Is it true? I don't know if you know J- Jamil, but like, does Jared have a
1: girlfriend on the outside of the house? Ah, um. So this is hilarious. This is actually hilarious. So both Blue and Jared have um, significant others back home, right? Jared foolishly put his significant other in charge of his socials. Uh, so, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so um, enjoy that piece of content uh, whenever you get a chance to when he's actively pursuing Blue. On live feeds, right? Okay,
0: yeah. Like, imagine, yeah, your girlfriend puts you in charge of your so of their social media. They go in the house and then they start messing around with a guy, and then you're like, okay, but now I control your Twitter. What do you <laughs> do with that power?
1: Formerly X. Sorry, yeah. Formerly Twitter, now X.
0: Assuming, yeah, you're breaking it off. Are you, you know, do you, are do you just, you know, leave the keys on the table and walk out the door, or do you, uh, you, you know, do you get some revenge? What's the right thing, Foster? What would you do?
2: It's, well, I don't know what I would, I, I, I don't know what I would do, but it's almost like having, it's like having your ex on the ring door, uh, ring door ca- uh, camera still, you know, like still sticking around, still nosing in your business. It's just like, you know, it's not, uh, it's not good. Not good. For, not good. It's not good at all. It's hilarious to me.
0: Uh, Sam's reporting that Jared was supposed to be on Survivor: David versus Goliath. I wonder when he would have been a David or a Goliath. Which one?
1: Oh, um, and he got replaced by Davy.
0: So he must have been, because Davy <laughs> oh, was on Davey. the David uh, tribe, right? <laughs> I remember so, Davy, yeah,
1: Jeff? You immediately knew it by the way yeah. I said it. <laughs> Davy, Davy,
3: Davy.
1: Yeah,
3: he was a character.
1: Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, totally in the Jared vein okay but um,
0: as a as a big brother player I'm not really feeling Jared okay like so far
3: I feel like uh, he's only on the show because of who his mom is he, like, like Sari is the
0: star you know. of the show he is barely like in her orbit it feels like
1: so Jared Jared is an important piece of Sari's game though that's the yes. thing um, but Jared as a person on the show comes across extremely bad or problematic i guess is the way it's saying
3: do you know what i find with jared i feel like jared is like the daniel donato to seri's evil dick like it's (laughs) i get the same vibes that like you know, I don't, I was never a big fan of Danielle Donato. I thought she wasn't a very good player and she just kind of cruised because her dad bullied everybody. <laughs> like, yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like Jared's kind of going to get the same thing here. Is Serie's going to protect him up to a certain point. I don't think he'll make it to the end with Serie. I but,
1: don't think he's making yeah. it to the end.
3: Yeah. I, but, I think
1: Ceri was is going to, she's like, it's like, oh, mom, we made it. And it's like, no, I made it and throws him off of Pride Rock.
0: <laughs> you know? but when, he, when,
1: when he smiles at her,
0: even this, this image we have up on the screen, I like, I I like, hey, it's like I see Siri, right? Yeah. Like, you know, it's I, I, the fact that these people live together all the time. It's still,
3: yeah, still, oh. it.
0: like I would be like, are you two related and don't know it? You if know, it it's like, like
3: if it was uh father son or mother daughter, it might be a little easier, you know, because you might see the
1: resemblance a bit clearer, you know. But is it is it. To me, the only reason I think, outside of Izzy figuring it out, is McCole is probably face blind, and everyone else is probably afraid to say, "Are you two related?" Because it might come across as being racist. Right. That's my honest, honest to God opinion. Because to me, it is just too obvious. I look at, I'm like, does I'm Felicia YouTube, know? My- no, I, I don't think Felicia cares. Okay. <laughs> but but cares.
0: Felicia doesn't know the secret, right? But she can't she put this together either. Okay. So, but yeah, she's maybe not looking for it. Fair enough. Whatever. Not everybody's got a thing for faces, I guess. But, uh, you know, but, uh, I, I, but every, they, they asked um, Riley, you know, and uh, last week when she was evicted, and she had no idea. Like, it was a big surprise to her. Whoever gets, I guess, if it's Heisen getting evicted tomorrow or,
1: or even if it's Cam, we will tell
0: them. Like, you know, Julia will tell them. Julie's like, Do you know there's a secret relationship in the house? And then it'll be a big thing. You'd
1: like, be like, Yeah, I know Jared and Blue. <laughs> and Julie like,
0: can't no. wait to tell them when they're out. Like, she's like, That's what she lives for. That's
1: like, why she still, still does this job. She
0: doesn't even collect a paycheck anymore. She just lives to tell them the twist
1: of the season when they come Did, out. They just serve her tea and she just gets excited.
0: Yeah, she's like, I can't wait to tell these house guests when they come out that they don't know something, and okay. I knew the
1: whole time problematic I was I was quickly stating problematic things about Jared you know someone's problematic when a guy does not refer to women as women they refer to them as females right and you're not you're not Ferengi that's right female female he does
3: that all the time would it be funny if he walked out of the DR room and he was like oh what are you
1: wearing take those clothes off <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Has a so, decency. Yeah. Um well Corey has kind of um uh trying to make inwards relationships with America, but not really like a relationship relationship. So as Jared is trying to get uh with blue, right? Um he sees like a kindred spirit in Corey with America. But Corey has stated that he's not looking to get into anything with America, especially on screen. And that really turned uh, Jared off on Corey. World domination
3: by a female?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying... it's a red flag if <laughs> it's a red oh sorry, okay. Sam has a message to say, Corey better not get with America. Sam, you have absolutely nothing to worry about with Corey because even if he did get with America, i.e. develop feelings, one, she's supposedly too old for him and he's in college, so he has no interest. And, and two
0: and, and Sam's younger than Corey.
1: Yeah, and two, um, he's not looking to get any type of physical with individuals while on the show.
0: Why Why are all the, his girls, whether it be, uh, you know, Riley or America, all, all of Sam's crushes end up in, in these showmances
1: because Sam, you have a type, and your yeah. type aren't single for very long let's just say put it that way <laughs> yeah.
0: i think that's yeah your, your, your issue okay guys uh let's also just they, they, they did created quite a bit of time in this episode just to pick in the veto players mostly it was just diarrhea possession style. most people didn't want Heisen to get picked uh there was also a lot i guess in the episode two here with like red and cameron and their friendship even though they're not both in the same side of the house or alliance but uh red would like to bring Cameron over and replace Heissam in the alliance. Jeff, what was your reaction to all that?
3: When Red was trying to bring in Cameron?
0: Yeah. And like, because he finds he gets word of, because they leave him out of the plan. Like the rest of the professors don't tell Red that we're thinking about going after Heissam because they think he's closer to Heissam. But then He uh, Red ends up finding out from. Cameron more than more, more or less about this plan because Felicia has told both Jag and Cameron and other people in the house this that you know that uh, is the plan they've told almost everybody but Red and Heisim so Red eventually finds out and then uh, and Red kind of plays it cool quite frankly I think uh, in terms of how his diary room sessions went and how he kind of approached uh, Felicia and others in his alliance about I thought was was pretty well done um, in terms of why, how it why came do you in the show. Why do you think they didn't tell Red? It didn't seem like he was all that close to Aysen, but they say, you know, is that true? Was it Jamil, do you have a sort of any insight into that? Why, why they saw Red and Aysen being closer?
1: Because um, Red, Red is so distant and hangs out with Cameron so much. And Cameron's more involved. Red just seems distanced from really the professors' alliance in general. So he was he was always in the bottom in terms of information and not really a key player in in terms of like how blue is and how jag is like, um, Bowie Jane wasn't really told immediately either, but was eventually informed right because she's right. in bye bye bitch.
0: Red, Red's not even a bye bye bitch.
1: Yeah, so. so um, he, he's he, what yeah you're absolutely right in terms of the professors he's on the periphery so
0: yeah he's 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 on the outer layer he's not in the core of that alliance he's yeah. uh so but um yeah like so we get we get there he, Corey is the only one who was actually picked out the rest of the other two were house guest choice in red and um and izzy who were picked for this challenge so, uh, Foster, let's talk about the actual challenge itself. Okay, well, who are these images, guys? Though, like on the walls here, like who, who's this with the um, antlers? Isn't that what's his, from, um, um, what's
1: his name from last year? What's his name? Poochie? Isn't that Poochie? Is that Poochie? this is Brittany, right? Is that what her name was?
0: I have, some of these like characters like sort of like fade in here. Uh, that's um the meow meow. That's not meow meow, is it? That's meow meow. Is that
1: meow meow? <laughs> that's that 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 like that's five meow o'clock meow. shadow. That's, that's meow, why, meow.
3: That's why he's got a cow. I mean, he's What's, a cat. I'm sorry. Yeah. What's his why? real
1: name? Um. Oh, Enzo. 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 <laughs> Who's this? Uh, isn't that um? Uh, it was um. Um, ex, X's girlfriend, um, they did an amazing race together. Um, oh geez, I don't know. Uh, you know he, who I'm talking about, ex- not Xavier, um, it's um, the Asian ex. Oh, that's Cliff. I know, I recognize Cliff, he was like a beaver, <laughs> yeah, Cliff the beaver, right? Um, uh, and then okay, they had to go through
0: this radioactive ooze and then they had to sit on a thing and get an egg to come out. It was quite uh, a gross little challenge, guys. It looked quite difficult. Especially here for Felicia, um, who I think we need in particular to uh, to focus on here. Because yes.
2: uh,
1: they had to kind of go through this goop. Um, here we go. Um, so why did they just call this an episode of Uh-Oh? Yeah. <laughs> this is a Nickelodeon episode, honestly.
0: Right. Wait, okay. Felicia crawling through this goop, though, was almost painful to watch. It was unnatural, guys. Inst- I thought...
1: It's inspiring, Dave. It's inspiring. You know why? Because I know, without a shadow of a doubt, if I was ever on Big Brother, I would dominate. <laughs> I would be better than her. <laughs> I, would so, I would so much better. You feel like, okay, there's only so
0: far you can go down now. Like, there's, uh, yeah, here's... Oh, no, here, go back, go back. This When this came out under Felicia here, this was too much for me. Oh, God.
1: <laughs> she looked like she literally just pushed that out. <laughs> like what oh which, which why mission? did they have
3: to like uh, give birth to eggs this
0: whole competition i, <laughs> I, I did not enjoy
3: it
1: <laughs> it's, so, it's so stupid it's great yeah.
2: foster we need your attention for a minute here sorry you... i'm I, you know I, I like i said i'm doing like triple duty here it's crazy uh, i thought you have like 24 hours before you have to dra- pick your draft pick. i'm actually already on the clock again like it's crazy like i i have to uh yeah, anyways. Um pick Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> he yeah, went third equal. overall, actually. That's you can uh, never have too many long.
0: kickers, is my philosophy. <laughs> yes, kickers. Kickers. More kickers, the better. I like kickers. kickers.
1: Yeah, just draft the entire Buffalo Bills team. Yeah, I know. Auto, right? auto
2: draft the Bills. Um, uh, right. no, but I do no, but for the challenge though, I did I actually did like it. In the sense like in terms of the functionality of what it was like meant to do like it was like it wasn't easy um it did take a little bit of strategy and i think that jag had the best one because he kind of was just like because it was supposed to be like humiliverse right so it was like he basically just put his head down and like did it really like really kind of subtly right to, like, just power through it and like he was really quick right Like he didn't really focus on the whole aspects of like the you know like the stickiness or the the goop or the you know aspects the... i love it i love it foster well like Great. no he's, po- he's just powering through right like he's just like all the stuff that's like meant to like throw you off like he's just like no i'm just here to compete and i'm just here to win right so you know i i did like it and obviously like you know obviously the, the, the full moon if you will right uh, that was uh, that was a hilarious highlight um by Corey
0: when uh when he was when he was going on there yeah with cory and her laugh was really good
1: <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna hear that forever when he takes a shower
0: i feel like i feel like i need to put that on a loop uh hold on let me see if that works works anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Kind of works. Uh, uh, yeah. So uh, yeah. Okay. It was kind of gross. I thought the challenge in its in its imagery. I thought it would look difficult. Felicia was as bad of a performance as I have ever seen in any kind of a challenge. But it was kind of hilarious to see it just play out. Like we're like, get on your knees.
1: Just get. Stop trying to like slither through the goop. It's not going to work, Felicia. Do you think? Um, Christmas when she broke her leg would do as poorly as uh, Felicia did. Felicia did.
0: Christmas wanted it a, a sprinting competition with a broken <laughs> foot. Remember that?
1: Good times. Uh, yeah, that was something
0: else. Um, Jag ends up pulling himself off here. Although Red was probably the the closest competition here. I think he was um, four
1: behind at the end.
0: Yeah. So so Jag wins pretty convincingly. It was like it looked like it was, you know, he it looked like he really just grinded his way through that competition, really fought his way through. Good on him. Um and you know and and then we kind of come post uh veto. Oh, well, let's mention um Jag's chicken costume, guys. Any uh I I don't even think it's like the most ridiculous co- co- chicken costume we've ever seen seen on the show. No.
1: No, it's it
0: it
3: was funny to see a man with a giant beard wear it. (laughs) 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 I enjoyed that.
1: Wait, so wait, is he wearing his um his turban underneath that? Yes, yes. Okay.
3: That'd be so hot.
1: I figure.
0: Yeah, plus the beard. Well, he's always got
3: the beard. I mean he's always got the
0: turban, too. He's always got the turban too. But now he's got a chicken costume and these chicken slippers.
2: Yeah.
1: And these raw McDonald socks. Do they have adequate like padding? Let's say if he has zero arch, does it have <laughs> arch support? <laughs> I don't think you get arch support in those. No, you're you're going to get
0: all that thing. Like there was like I don't know. They tried to make some fun of it. They had him arm wrestling Matt. Um, I don't they couldn't know. get
1: the, they couldn't get the music clearance for Super Chicken theme song. No, no.
0: And then there was the whole here, the whole thing here with Heisum, kind of like basically at the end of the episode where he's like he's pushing Matt, and, and Felicia's telling him what he wants to hear. She's telling him, oh, I'm going to put a Blue as the replacement nominee, even though it's always been Heisum the entire week. But they're not going to tell him because they don't want to give him any chance here to like sort of come back. So, um, uh, you know, like, did you feel bad for Heisum at any point, guys?
3: No, not really, because he, he was so clueless.
0: Yeah, Jamil, any sympathy for in, Uh in,
1: in the
0: no. blindsiding?
1: No, like, I I don't understand. I don't understand people. There there are some people who are who are complaining as like, oh, they're being so mean to Heisim. No, they're not. Right. This is a case of a person who played uh, too fast, too hard, and did not have enough social capital to protect himself. That's it at the end of the day. You can't, you can't just max out your stats in one category, right? Otherwise, you're gonna fall victim to this. It's it's the age old rule. Same thing, Riley. You know, she had an easy week supposedly, but she messed up in how she organized things. And you do that, especially at the beginning of the game. They're looking for any reason. Any reason at all to get rid of people where they don't even have to think? They can yeah. just oh well, this person did this. This person put the toilet paper backwards. Let's get rid of this this um this person. He he put milk in uh, milk in a bowl first before pouring a cereal. The person's obviously a monster. We need to get rid of him. Like don't like social faux pas. Avoid them at all costs.
0: Yeah. Okay. And who? Okay. So who do you think's the worst player, a Big Brother player, Heissam or
1: or Riley? Out of the two of them, Heisum. yeah. Um, I would say Heissam is. Yeah, by far for me. I mean, I don't yeah, think
3: I Riley still, was a bad player. Right. She just yeah. she just that's kind nice. of was. She did. She just was too new to the game and didn't quite know what to do yet. Yeah. Heissam, I think, was, was so overconfident. And, you know, I don't think he would change anything. You know, I think he thinks he's smarter than
1: everybody. If if Hysom didn't win both Vito and HOH, Riley's safe this week, right? No combination yeah. of that, like, uh, of either happening, Riley was going to be gone. Riley wasn't, right? She was charismatic. She was okay at challenges, which that's all you really need, especially in the beginning, right? People genuinely liked her. It was Heisem and his agenda that was pushing for Riley's expulsion, like uh, Riley's um, eviction. Right? They were even like even Sari was trying to save Riley. Right. Okay. And they the gave up on reason, that. The only reason Riley's gone is because they were like, you know what? We don't want to move too quickly because we want to get rid of Heisem. It was more of a sin of Hysim that Riley... It's more gone. like,
0: we, to get rid of Heisum. we have to let him feel comfortable. So we have to sacrifice Riley now, and then we'll take him out next week, which is kind of seemingly what is going to happen here. You see in particular, Izzy is salivating at the opportunity here to get rid of Hysim, sitting on him with, with him on the hammock and telling him that they're, you know he's hugging her in the bathroom while um, Nicole is trying to... Uh, whatever, <laughs> you know. Uh don't deal with them. You know, she comes up here, she talks to uh Matt and to Felicia and others about how he wants uh Matt gone and that uh you know and three's just like oh Mr. Heisum, he does not see this coming. He will he will be blindsided by all this. So yeah. um and, and that's kind of what we get for the end of the episode as uh a chicken man here takes himself off the block, guys. Um <laughs> Yeah. i
1: love I love it i do i actually do like that costume
0: it was a very formal meeting with the chicken man and the, yes. and the with the with the the little eyes and the beak and everything else yeah. um and ultimately let's let's have a look here at uh Heisum's face as because she's she, she's given this speech she's like i believe it was you heisum who said uh take down a king or why you had a knight and then she Yeah, here it's you. Now, does this get edited? Is there some kind of moment here that's edited out? Because let's have a look. Because it seems like he he gets up, goes across, and there's a cutaway here to a few other faces, and then it seemingly comes back. But there's that's where you know
3: something might have been said.
1: Yeah, we remember. (laughs) Keep in mind, we don't get to see even on live feeds the entire uh, ceremonies like that are. um, they're blocked. So, um, if it was edited, we didn't see the unedited, um, you know, aspects of that.
0: I think I would be kind of scared of Heissam here. You know, uh, just those
1: eyes are very intense. Yes, they, it, it was mentioned that he was extremely intense, <laughs> like watching people for this entire time. <laughs> yeah, burning a hole through their souls, pretty much. I'm gonna make them feel so much guilt for what they have done.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, so yeah, yeah. Concerning.
0: yeah, so Heistum's <laughs> on the block, guys, and everyone but him is happy about it. Pretty much, it's sort of the end of the episode. Is there any chance that the house is going to rally to save him?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I, guess I don't think he has any friends in the house, so well, like, yeah, no.
0: Well, say, so, like, why would we have to vote out Cameron? It's integral to this at this stage of the game that we vote out Cameron now,
1: so okay the only way hysum could survive is if cameron and red continue cuz they are just absolutely screwing themselves out of the game
0: are they like being like what a showman's almost no they a are
1: they are <laughs> actively putting together uh, an alliance so noisily that everyone is practically aware of it. And it's like, well, we could just get rid of them. Um, So Cameron and Red are creating an alliance called the Middlemen, right? And um, Corey was, like, talking to them about it and kind of trying to, like, ease them back. Like, hey, you know, quiet down. Sure, I understand what you guys are doing. Because they're one of the few people that are willing to like, like have plans to get rid of Suri, right? Okay. So like Corey is like trying to cultivate it because he needs someone to take a shot at Surrey. He can't do it, right? But they're so obvious in their pairing, and then um, <laughs> they said like, "Oh, we're gonna get Matt," and Corey is like, "No, <laughs> be careful with Matt." Matt is too, like, well-involved with Jag and also with Seri. And the, Cameron's like, no, no, don't worry. I'm I'm gonna get Matt. And then Matt comes into the room and Corey leaves. And then Cameron tries to to get Matt and Matt just kind of blows it off. But is, like, when they're describing what their alliance is, it's like, oh yeah, don't worry, we got Corey. So then, of course, Matt goes and tells people that Um, Corey is working with Cameron and Red to make this middleman alliance and Corey is like, you know, no, I have nothing to do with it. It looks bad on Corey himself. And, uh, you know, even though uh, because it's there, people are thinking, they're like, hey, maybe we need to get rid of Corey and Red sooner rather than later. You know, everyone's willing to get rid of Heism at a drop of a hat, but you know, we're going
0: to win HOH next. You can't, he, he's won too many competitions. He's too much of a comp threat in general. You can't, you have to vote him out.
3: I don't think you do. But you know why? Because he, he doesn't get along with anybody really. Yeah. As far as strategically goes. And so, like, for that reason alone, so that, like, you know, Cameron's close to red, you know, like close to him, but not, not a
0: strategic mastermind. He's, he he's,
1: he's easily, need to be, though. T- They're together. Yeah.
3: You know, like, that's the thing is like, If either of them win, well, they're safe. You know, like so that's two people that can win against
0: Heissam's only one person. You know, so like I can
3: I I I could see the argument.
1: Yeah,
0: Foster, what's your opinion? What 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 what, should they vote out Heissam or should they vote out um, Cameron?
2: Oh, kick kick uh, Heissam to the curb. He's he's had his time.
1: <laughs> people like Hyson because he's so straightforward and blunt and people I like, like that at first. people like that in Big Brother because it's been so long that people just kind of say what they think, right? That's a right. that's an old school Big brother like, you know attitude that people have long missed. And I can understand why. but at the same time, the way the house is situated, Isom <laughs> Isom has no prayer. A lot of these people have no prayers because with the different alliances, so someone was mentioning, I think it was um who is it? Terran um Terran Armstrong, you know. Um he was saying that in the house Suri is in an alliance with everyone in the house, with the exception of one person. Jared? No. <laughs> um, trick question. America. Oh. America. So if that's your opposition, right? America, possibly Cameron and Red versus Heisum. You get rid of Heisum because the other three that are potential, you know, enemies of you, of, of State of Surrey... They're they're nothing to worry about right now altogether. So obviously, it makes sense to get rid of Heysom. Get rid of Heysom.
0: I think so. That's yeah. what I would do.
1: Dave, we got to start thinking about a post-Heysom world. <laughs> Post-Heysom <laughs> world.
0: <laughs> can I live? Yeah. Can, can we? Can, that, that's a world dying worth living in, is it? <laughs> Okay, guys. Yeah. Uh. Well, uh, should we get into the spoiler section, if there is such a thing? Like... Do you have any
1: spoilers? <laughs> well, no. Only you would. So, if you if you've told us everything you know. Look, he, here's here's ultimately there's no spoilers. There's stuff that happens, mind you, but that'll be more of a conversation post um, this episode, post um, next episode, right? All you gotta need to know is. Before this, uh, before um, the veto, there was an hour where things were up in the air, where the decisions were being changed, and there were conversations that were happening. Blue has a huge mouth and does not know how to play this game because uh, someone will tell her something. And, like, for example, uh, the situation with Cameron and Red happened. Corey talked to Blue. Blue gets up in front of everyone and goes, "Hey, Red, I need to talk to you," and pulls them aside. right? So it looks obvious that Cameron, uh, like Corey told her something, and it was about those two, right? Uh, everyone keeps going back and forth as to what's happening. If it wasn't for Jared and Corey, Heisman probably wouldn't have went on, on the block. He, they kind of settled everyone down. Because as I mentioned in the spoilers for Sunday, they were thinking about uh, getting out America. They were thinking about uh, doing, uh, uh, what was it? I, I said, I said America. They were thinking about Bowie Jane for a bit. You know, they kept going back and forth with a ton of things until everything settled down and they went with Hysim. So even though things, you know, are up in the air, Hysim is campaigning. He's still trying to, to you know, to survive, he's a dead man walking, right? Mm -hmm. Suri has solidified her her situation, um, whereas she's in an alliance with everyone, and she has so much redundancy that if someone starts talking about targeting her, she's going to find out, whether it be from Blue, whether it be from Jared, whether it be from Corey, Izzy, there's enough people in all those different um, alliances that it, word will get back to her. So, uh, it's going to be interesting to see who wins tomorrow post-Hysim, because what happens if uh, Cameron, you know, wins, you know, HOH? What happens if Jag, who was informed about the professors by Hysim, um, and is aware how Suri is so connected. Uh, what happens if Corey wins? Who is um, who is realizing that his position in the game is um, being weakened because of the fake alliance with um, uh, with Jag and company is is starting to look more real, right? He's becoming less of an important uh, messenger, a piece for Suri. Right. Um we're we're seeing all these elements in the game happening and um it's gonna be interesting to see what happens tomorrow.
0: It will be okay, but what happens if Hysum wins next next H? <laughs> um
1: post Hysum world, Dave. No,
0: but you're saying they're thinking about voting out Cameron. So no, 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 uh,
1: no. they were thinking about voting were. out Cameron. They we were thinking about they're everything. Not. <laughs> they're not.
0: But it's not going to happen. Okay. So, uh, do you think we'll get an H O H competition tomorrow? Do you think we'll get that on the uh, Thursday episode? It has, it has to start. Has to start. Pressure oh, pressure cooker. cooker. Oh yeah, we haven't really talked about that. Just you're. Are, how excited are you? The pressure I'm cooker super...
1: competition. I'm super excited. I'm super All excited. Right. About time. But I'm what is it
0: again? Can you explain it to us again?
1: Okay, you're so, hold a button. <laughs> yeah, basically that's it. You hold the button, and um, whoever lasts longest uh, wins. HOH. You, does everyone have their own button? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's it. That's, that's it. it. And you're in a box. That's why it's a pressure
1: cooker. Pressure yeah. cooker. Yeah. Um, so that doesn't
0: sound exciting.
1: It is. Well, it's. it's, it's it can of... be, especially when you have volatile elements. You need volatile, volatile elements. In it, it's a
2: little How
0: excited are you to see the return of the pressure cooker?
2: I'm excited to see the pressure cooker for the first time, Dave. So, but
0: are you excited just based on the description?
2: It sounds like if there's like snakes involved and like or some sort of like (laughs) in the box with them, or it's like now you're talking up up to their neck, you know, one's filled with sand up to their neck. Um, one quicksand, uh, one's got a lava floor that'd be really cool, you know. Yeah, um,
0: floor is lava, I like it. You still have to like you go on the lasers.
2: sharks with lasers,
0: sharks with freaking lasers attached you know, to their heads.
2: You know, it's about time they stepped up their game a little bit, you know, because I, uh, you know, with all this, you know, all this, they're in the multiverse now, they can do whatever they want. Sharks with yeah, lasers sounds is, great to me.
0: This isn't the challenge,
1: you know. <laughs>
2: The challenge is too serious, unfortunately. Big Brother is yeah. a little more, uh, a little more, uh, a little more goofy.
1: Yeah, if you had your way, you would have a hallway where you would have to rush past a a lineman as the
2: challenge. <laughs> I you know, remember that description. That I, 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 I would absolutely get destroyed on the challenge. I would, I would not last more than two weeks.
0: Well, um, uh, I think you would do fine. Why why, why you know Alyssa made Alyssa did okay, so why do not you? So uh, yeah. all right, guys. Well, final thoughts. Any uh couple comments here, Jeff. Do not be dissing Danny Donato was one call <laughs> oh, Sam,
1: come on. Don't, don't, come on, Sam. Don't don't be like really a Danny Donato fan. <laughs> of course you are.
0: Yeah, is uh, that yeah.
3: <laughs> she? You know, I, I was talking about her game, not necessarily her.
0: Jared apparently is the new Danny Donato. Um,
1: That's what Jeff was saying. Yeah. Wait.
0: <laughs> Hidden behind a parent for the first time. I okay. thought it was a good comparison. Thank you, Sam. Um,
1: don't I don't you know if did- Jared's gonna get a second time after this. Honestly.
0: Well, you lost your hat. So, go that. Okay. <laughs> well, guys, uh, thanks for being with us tonight. Uh, catch with us up tomorrow when we talk about the live eviction uh, result, where almost certainly Heism will be going. Um, and uh, we'll see if we get to the beginning of the pressure cooker, probably not the end of it, um, but at least we'll get that preview. And we'll see whatever else you know, might have happened between tonight and today and whatever whenever that last episode or this episode I guess left off of. Uh if you didn't know, we have had other podcasts here on the channel, including Survivor, Big Brother Canada. And uh we also talk about Marvel projects, uh like the MCU. Uh the most recent installment was the Secret Invasion review we did. Uh we are a part of a federation of podcasts, which has all kinds of great podcasters, myself, Jamil, Jeff, and others. Uh across a, a litany of channels like live long and podcast a star trek themed channel that we do all kinds of great shows on trivial debates uh which we have a show coming up this sunday an office themed episode over on that channel uh where we've got three contestants competing for glory with a with a, with a, a host Amon on track a music podcast ho- hosted by my son Amon, where he reviews music albums the uh, Hellbound podcast, which is a horror themed podcast by Alex Blackburn and Michael Chan, that comes horror. out usually on Wednesdays. Oh, the horror. X-Rated, the X-Men, the anime review show with Davin Skillhorn and Andre Mayette comes out Tuesdays, talk about those episodes and they've had interviews with the creators, the executive producers, some, a lot of the cast, Most really the voice that Nightcrawler was on their podcast. Go check that out. Graphic Histories podcast with Andre Mayette, who's the co-host of that podcast. Uh, he has his own separate audio podcast where he interviews people from all kinds of facets of entertainment, whether it be comic books, movies, TV, makeup artists, all kinds of interesting folk. Uh, Hold Up is a movie podcast. Comes out usually on Wednesdays, we're supposed yeah. to have Jeff tonight. What happened, Jeff?
3: Um, apparently Murphy couldn't make it, so we're rescheduling until Friday.
0: You're doing it Friday. Talk about time travel movies now, but you were, yes. that allowed you to be here with us tonight instead.
3: Yes, and the one movie I had to watch, I, I was told <laughs> I will not truly understand it unless I watch it at least three times. Which movie is this? Primer.
0: Oh, is, that the, is that Murphy's pick?
3: That was Murphy's pick.
1: Oh, yeah. Lord, of course.
3: I've watched it twice. I still don't get it.
1: <laughs> yeah. I have until Friday to watch it.
0: Okay. Uh, right. Well, guys, uh, check all those great shows out. Uh, we'll hopefully see you tomorrow. And uh, thanks for being with us uh, for the pressure comp- cooker competition. The pressure cooker competition. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my God. laughs>
1: I love the This
3: stuff is so thick and so goopy, I can't raise my body up. I can't get my arms up. And I feel like I'm dead weight in the sludge. Whoa, whoa, problem, I'm exhausted. Now I got.